Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome Hello? to Poetry Superhighway Live. You are tuned into a special edition of our show where we will hear an interview with poet Violet Monday conducted by Cynthia Cheng, who's a journalist. Uh, Violet is a poet and writer. Uh, my name is Rick Lupert. I'm the orchestrator of the Poetry Superhighway. Good to have you listening. Um, we have uh, This is our first non-open uh, reading version of Poetry Superhighway Live, and if you've tuned it in at all or read our webpage, you know that we have invited the community to come up with your own show ideas to, um, to uh, host and help uh, spread the word about other poetry happening in the world. So if you have any um, interviews or readings or publication events or anything of that sort you feel uh, would uh, benefit from a broadcast of Poetry Superhighway Live, then please send me an email at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com and I'll be happy to talk to you about it and uh, see if we can get a show on the air. So very excited to have this special uh, broadcast today, and we have Cynthia Cheng on the line to introduce and interview our guest. Hello, Cynthia. Hi there. How are you doing, Rick? I'm great, thanks. Good. I'm calling in to um, introduce Violet Monday. She is a poet based in Santa Clara, California. She is an extremely talented woman who recently published a book called Blood Lettered on the Paper, and that's a compilation of a bunch of poems that she's written. And it is my honor to introduce Violet to you. Hi. Violet hey. <laughs> hey, this is Violet Monday. Hi, how are you? Thank you. How are you, Violet? I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm doing great. Good. Well, congratulations on publishing your new book. Thank you so much. Yeah, but it's splattered on the paper on www.lulu.com slash Violet Monday. Great. Now, Violet, tell us about um, yourself. How long have you been writing poetry? Um, I've been writing poetry all my life since I was a, um, since I was a young child um, because I really like to observe people and I like to listen to stories. So I kind of consider myself a storyteller. And I like to tell people stories through the um, the art of poetry, and just um, because you know poetry is just so sensual and so beautiful and creative, and um, I just wanted people to just really um, just have fun with the poetry. Well, great, great. And how long did it take for you to um, how long did it take for you to compile your poems together into a book? Um, it took about, basically, it took, it didn't take too long. What I did was I just grabbed all the poems that I have been writing all of my life. Wow. And I, yeah, and I just, um, I cut them, edited them. Um, I picked and chose which ones that I wanted to um, put in the book. So it was, it was a little easy. I mean, just like, you know, just um, just picking and choosing and then, and then just doing a little bit of editing, and then I created the book. Okay. Wow. Well, that's quite an accomplishment. And Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. And you mentioned that you've been writing poetry all your life. Do you remember how old you were when you wrote your first poem? Um, I was, it, it was very young. Um, 
Maybe like in third grade. Okay. And uh, how do you think your stunt writing has evolved since the third grade? Oh, well, obviously tremendous. I mean, I've I've come a very long way. I've made leaps and bounds um, just just with the writing and um it is a frustrating it, i mean it is a art form that you really have to pursue every day if you want to be a writer you have to do it every day so every day i push myself to write and um and every day i just get better and better and better and i just um keep reading books about how to write so good for you uh, good for you and i and i like to read and i am you know i'm reading novels and all that and so I just keep like I'm I'm always keeping my mind um you know very active and um just uh, as I'm writing every day I mean mm-hmm. I just get better and better. Well good for you. Mm-hmm. I I think that in order to become really good at something you need to keep working on your craft and I'm glad to hear that's what you're doing. Mhm. So how about the themes? Now I'm holding on to a copy of your book right now, Blood Splattered on the Paper. And I noticed that there's a very edgy urban style in the way you put together words. And I think that's what makes your work stand out from other artists. And would you like to tell me more about um, your style or the themes that run through your poetry? Um, Yeah, I would say um, basically I write what I see. Um, I just my style is just, it's every, I mean, anyone, I think anyone can relate to it, whether you're young and old, and um, I think it's just, it just speaks the truth, because um, I'm just telling the world how it is through my eyes, so, uh-huh. it's, it's, so I feel like I'm a mirror, Good. Like I feel like, like I'm a reflection of the world, and it's my purpose and duty to to tell the world how um how I see the world. Good. Well would you like me to um mention some of the poems that you've written and you can tell me what you were thinking when you were writing them? Like what was behind the writing? Okay. Okay. How about let's see here. Um pop icons. If you don't mind, I'm going to read um the first four lines or the four lines from the oh, poem? Read, read the whole thing. Read the whole thing. Okay, it's, sure. It's mm-hmm. Okay. If a company sold a pop singer's poop, people would buy it. And if they told you it was good for you, people would eat it. So this is a very interesting insight about um, how people are obsessed with celebrities. And I was wondering if you would like to elaborate more on what this poem was about? Um, you know, when it comes to poems, what I would say is that um, I do have my interpretation, but I don't want to taint the reader's view on my poetry because I like to hear what the what the reader has to say about my uh-huh. poetry. Because okay. I'll, well, because I have one per- yeah, because I have one perspective. And uh-huh. I, like, I like it when I um, when someone else reads my poetry and then they tell me what they think and it's completely different from what I thought. I just think that's the most beautiful, and, uh, brilliant thing in my mind. Just, I mean, if it can, because okay. it's like because it's when I write a poetry, if someone has something to say about it, 
that makes me happy. If they don't have anything to say about it, that's when you get worried. Okay. Well, I, I really like that poem. It was four lines, but oh, I think thank you. you. I think you made a very strong commentary about celebrity worship and how you know the general public they tend to put celebrities on a pedestal, even if the celebrities really haven't done anything to earn that kind of um, worship. But and I think that's a really interesting commentary that you have there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, that, I, I like that perspective. Yeah, that's wonderful. Okay. That's Would you like thank me you. to um, read another one of your poems, and we can oh, talk yeah, about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay. This one's called. This one is called um, mistake. Mistake. He's waiting for her to leave. She's his newest pet peeve. Avoiding her every step. Sitting in the next room. She can feel his tender heart in the next room. Suffering. Trying to keep cool. She can feel his spike harpoon her heart. He smokes his pain away. Ringlets dissolves his anger makes his pain. Today is a special smoking day. He stays away from her. So there's a lot going on in this scenario. Mistake. Would you like to talk about what's going on here? Um, what I would say about that poem is um, it's about love. Uh-huh. And- and I, you know, I'm really curious about what the reader would think about that. Like what I might think? Yeah, any, I mean, any kind of reader because, you know, it's about love and passion. It's, I mean, and I, I'm curious, I'm just curious what other people would think. Okay, it sort of sounds like the the girl has a crush on a guy and even though he knows, well, even though she knows, he's not interested, she still yearns for him, and that's why she can feel his spike harpoon her heart. And um, I suppose that he's too distracted and too angry to really appreciate her attention, but it's but that's why um, this is called a mistake, because, you know, his inattentiveness to her affection might be a mistake because she might be what he needs to make him less angry later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that that sounds beautiful, Cynthia. Well, I don't know. That's just, that's my interpretation. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That those are beautiful selections from blood splattered on the paper. Yes. And can you tell the readers how they can get a hold of your book? Yes. Um, it's on lulu dot com slash Violet Monday. And also, if you put blood splattered on the paper on Barnes and Noble dot com or Amazon dot com, mm-hmm. you can buy the book. Okay. I'm also, on, I'm, I'm also on MySpace. You, if you go to MySpace, just put Violet Monday. Okay, and Violet Monday. That's a beautiful name. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 
Now, while we're on the topic of poetry, can you tell me about other places where you might have been published on the internet? Or um, there's print? been tons. Uh, okay, would you like to share some of those sources? <laughs> um, I want to focus more on my book, but because <laughs> <laughs> because um, that's what I'm really into right now. Okay, all right. So, would you want? Um, <laughs> did you offer samples of your writing that people can read online? Is it available yes, on Google.com? I do have. I do have samples of um of my book online. Good. All right, and um, what kind of responses have you got about your book? Now, I believe it was published, um, when was it published? Was it published during the spring, spring of this year, was it? Um, no, it was actually, uh, it was actually a year ago. Oh, wow, um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's been, um, it's been a year, and it's been a very beautiful year, um, just, you know, just celebrating the book, just, you know, um, getting started. Right now I have um, Blood Splatter on the Paper Special Edition. Uh-huh. And, and that one, um, and this new special edition has a lot of um, fun fonts. So it's, it's, it's a really fun book to read, um, for, especially for people who don't like to read, because there's a lot of people, because there's a lot of people out there that do not like to read and, you know, for them to pick up a book, so that's why I I made this special edition for people um, who don't like to read. So I uh-huh. made it really so I made it really fun so that okay. they like oh you know so they can appreciate um, the art of poetry. Right. Because, well, because it, um, I'm finding out as a poet that when I when I tell people that I am a poet, people have told me oh I you know I'm not a big reader. Um, like, I don't know anything about poetry. And I just think people, you know, I just think they're really missing out. And um, so that's why I, I made the special edition, because um, just, yeah, just talking to a lot of people, um, I'm just discovering that um, really not a lot not a lot of people um, care about, you know, reading and writing. And, um, and it's really the basis of our foundation in society. I mean... That's like, true. It's, it's the ba- it's the best form of communication. So it's, yes, and 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 nobody. I mean, and it's like it seems like nobody really likes to read. I know. I think that literary appreciation is underrated. Yeah. So fortunately, I think that your book is very reader friendly. In fact, I think that a lot of your poems they tell short stories, just <laughs> in the essence of. Um, what's happening in those few lines. So um, can I read another one of your poems? And oh, of course. I can course. tell you what I'm thinking. Okay, so you have the poem Alone, mm-hmm. Alone, Alone, All One, One. The shallowness seeps into the newfound friends. They return to the bedroom to form a group, a clique, only to form a clique within the clique, full of dry emotion that is propelled by the fulfillment of popularity, bubbly thoughts, produced kisses, exaggerated stories of boyfriends and their kisses, stimulating conversations about the Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Republic. How profound. I am so lucky I have found such a giddy group of friends. One, 
all one, all one, alone, alone. And I really appreciated this poem, Violet, because I feel that it speaks to most people who might feel that they have a big group of friends, but at the same time, they still have their own introverted world. And sometimes they feel that, you know, even though they're surrounded by a lot of people, they can still feel alone. Is that Was that one of your intentions for writing this poem? You know what, that that sounds great. What you said right now, that, that sounds great. I mean, that's, that's wonderful. That, I mean, if that's what you got out of the poem, I mean, and if yeah. it speaks to you, that, I think that's wonderful. I mean, that's really, you know, what it's about. It's just, it's about, you know, what you think, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's open to interpretation. So I interpreted... Exactly. Yeah. So I interpreted it as a commentary about the sense of um, having a personal identity as opposed to being part of a group and how those two things can conflict with each other when you want to be your own person, but at the same time, you're also stuck in a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I got out of it. Yeah, well, yeah that's wonderful. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I'm, I'm analyzing all your poems because they're so interesting to read. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, because I, I really just write from my perspective and and it's and I really just once again consider myself a storyteller because um anyone who comes into my life whether it's you know my my cousins my friends if I go out you know to a party it, you know if some kind of incident happens and um if I you know if I witness an accident you know I might I mean if, you know I I'll go like if it lingers in my mind, I'll go home and I'll write it down. Or if somebody tells me a story or, um, you know, like something crazy happened to them, um, later on I'll go home and and write it down. But the thing is, is when people tell me a story, it's not, I don't, it's not like, I don't know, it just, it just, I don't know, it just comes out on the paper. So it's Mm -hmm. just, it just really, uh, it's just what, what I see. Just people just tell me, you know, um, oh, this happened to me. Can you believe it? You know, and then I I just write it down. On you know, I just go home and I I write it down on a piece of paper because I think just life in general is just so special and so beautiful and just you know whether the situation is good and bad, it's it's beautiful either way. Just living life it is. is fun. It's I think it's just really fun. So good, good. Let, me, let me interrupt for a second, if if I may. Um, there is a caller on the line from uh, the 760 area code who has a question for Violet. I uh, believe it's uh, Brandon Sema. Are you there, Brandon? Hi. Yeah, Rick. Thanks. Uh, Violet, I've been listening and enjoying the poetry. I especially like that last one, the, those subtle dynamics that happen when a click gets together. Um, oh. I was interested in the title of your book, I, um, it reminded me of uh, Hemingway's sarc- kind of his ironic statement that writing's easy, all you do is open a vein and bleed on the page. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if if he was one of your influences, or if not, who some of your influences were. My influences were um, it was the Beatnik generation, so it would be Jack Kerouac, Allen Ginsberg, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, 
um, Jack Kirschman. Um, I, I just really like um, just the way the beat generation, just how they think because they were, cause they're so raw um, in the way how they, um, and how they, the way they were thinking, they just, they didn't cover up. I mean, they just told the truth the way it was. Like, they didn't cover up life with, you know, with lies, basically, because um, I just think, like, they kept it real, for, especially for that, for their time. Um, but because, I mean, because now, I mean, like, it's easier, but back then it, it was a real struggle, um, you know, to really be yourself within a society that would not accept you. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying about, about Ginsburg especially. Um, I'm wondering, though, if you felt like Kerouac later in his life, particularly during the Vietnam War period, whether he was trying to compensate for, his, for, for some things in his life that he did cover up his entire life. You know, he, uh, he, he did try to repress a lot of his sexual desires and, and, and early in his life and, and later in his life. Some of his, some of his interviews are, are difficult to watch. Uh, you know, uh, in particular, you think Kerou- I mean Kerouac. You really think that the more we've learned about Kerouac, the more we think he didn't cover up? Um, you know, I think he was just doing the best that he could during that time. That I mean, honestly, if think about it, if you were living during that time, do you think you could really hold it together? I mean, society was telling you sit down, stand up, sit straight. Like, no, you can't. Um, date that girl because, you know, she's poor. Or, you know, I mean, everyone was so critical back then. It's, it was really hard to be yourself. And, and you know, you got to give him credit for, because writing is so personal. I mean, he put his life basically on paper. I mean, this is just my view, but um, I think he did the best that he could, and he wrote what he had to write, and he just wanted to share with the world his feelings, basically. So, I mean, you can't you can't bring a man down. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was a great response, Violet. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And would you like to tell me more about um, the poets that you appreciated and admired while you were growing up? Have you ever met any of the poets that you've that you've aspired to be like? Yes, I have. Um, yeah, it was really wonderful. Um, I met Jack Kirschman, who currently is um, in San Francisco. He's the Poet Laureate of San Francisco. So I got to meet him, and, um, and it, was just, it was just a really just beautiful, wonderful experience. And he just told me, he's like, you know, he's like, go off. And um, I gave him my book, and I signed it. And he just said, oh. "Oh, go off." Yeah, and uh, and he just said, "Go off." And um, he's like, "You need to read your poetry." That's what he told me. He said, he "said go and you know go to poetry readings." And um, uh-huh. and, I, and I just felt um, that was just it was a really um, beautiful time. Yeah. So it sounds like he gave you his blessings to go on and spread the word. Exactly. That's Literally. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Michelle, in the last few minutes that we have left, can you, Violet, in the last few minutes that we have left, can you tell us about your goals 
or projects relating to word art that you would like to work on in the future? Yes, um, I have a lot of projects going on at the moment. If you go to www.lulu.com slash Violet Monday, um, you will see Blood Splattered on the Paper, Blood Splattered on the Paper Special Edition, and now I have a new book called The Battle Between Fire and Ice, and it's on that website as well. And, um, and also, I'm writing screenplays. So I have a lot of writing um, in the works. Well, it sounds like you have a lot on your plate. How do you manage oh, you your know time? What? That's the fun of it. That is the fun of it. That's, I love it. Yeah. Great. So. Great. So yeah. go to lulu.com slash Violet Monday. Or go to MySpace slash Violet Monday. I think I'm going to go there and take a look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, while we have a few more minutes left, Violet, would you like to share anything else about yourself and your poetry? Um, I would just say just check, you know, check out my website. Um, check out the book. To, you know, take the reading. I really like to hear. Um, I, I really like feedback. You know, feedback from um, from my audience, um, from the readers, because um, I, I just love hearing what other people have to say. And right. As long as it's as long as it's honest, you know. Um, I just, yeah. I just really want people to um, just listen. You know, just read the poetry. And um, and I, I just want them to check out the book on lulu.com slash Violet Monday, and they can tell me um, what they think about the book because I'm very curious. Um, so, you know, it it's just it's a, it's a wonderful time right now. It's um, it's hey. mm-hmm. Well, I can, I can tell you what I feel about your book, and I I think you've written an excellent. Um, compilation of poems and I think that your writing is very cutting edge, very urban and I think it would really speak to a lot of the people in our generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um I definitely recommend your book to other readers. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed reading your compilation of poems. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of myself that I can see in some of your stories that you um, relate in poetry. And I think that you are able to pinpoint a lot of the emotions that people have and the feelings that people have. And they're not necessarily things that people want to think about or talk about or admit that they think about these things or feel a certain way. But I think you nail it. You you bring it all to the surface, and I think that's I think what your readers I, will appreciate. Right, I, but but I do it in a funny way, like um, like I, the book is funny, like you know, because it, it's kind of it's just like there there's a lot of humor in it, so it's like it's not like you know so serious, but it's yeah, just, it's just fun, you know. So yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know you you go to work, you have a hard day, you come home. You pick up blood splattered on the paper, and you start laughing. You have a good time. You know what I mean? Right, right. You crack open a beer, and then you 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 know you start reading. Hey, it looks like we have um, another caller on the uh, air. Do you are you, do you want to take another question? Sure, of course. Okay, we have uh, someone from the three two three area code on. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hello. 
Hi, this is uh, Jennifer. I'm calling for uh, Violet to ask a question. Hi, hey, how are Hi. you? I really like your book so much. I just was calling. Um, I'm very interested on, on the title of Blood Splattered on a Paper. It's so interesting. How did you come up with that? Um, let, me, let me tell you a story about that. Let me tell you a story. When I, when I came up with that title, I really wasn't sure. I, I thought, you know, I'm not sure if I should use the title because it is so, like, in your face, right? But I yeah. think it is a wonderful title. But you know how I knew that was the right title? Because when I received the first book that I received in the mail, I opened it up with a knife, and I cut myself, and literally blood splattered on the paper. <laughs> My blood literally, like, splattered on the paper. And you know what? And I have the book to prove it. It's like, and um, it was, that's how I knew. That's how I knew the title was um, was the right title is when I received the book in the mail, and then I cut my finger, and then blood, like, splattered all over the book. <laughs> That's funny. And then, it's so great and to hear that that, uh, that that title is not just a cliche. It's actually one of your experiences. You know what? It was a, yeah, it was like, it just happened. It, it, it just was natural. Because well, I had already came up with the title, and then after, like, I came up with the title... I literally cut my finger. I like it blood splattered on the paper. So it was just fate. Wow. Mhm, mhm. Well, True so story, and I have the I have the book and the blood to prove it. Mhm. <laughs> did you save it? Yeah. I, well. Uh, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> on the original edition. <laughs> the what? On on like the original, like the original edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To heck with first editions. Let's you know any edition with blood on it has got to go right to the front of the line. <laughs> so I, I I don't want to interrupt the process here. Um, we we can go a, a few extra minutes if if we want. Um, I, you know, Cynthia, you were so uh, you read Violet's poetry so well. I wonder, Violet, though, if you would mind you know treating us all to one of your own poems in your own voice. Oh, sure, of course. Okay. Um, okay, let me, um, let me get prepared for one second, and I'll, um, and I'll read this for you, okay? It's called A Million Directions. There are a million directions, but you are not one. So many avenues, different attitudes. Choose one but you are not mine. Even desperate with time, I am undone. Frustration begun. A million directions. Too many objections. Reflections, affections, deep confections, rhythm sections, many erections, picturesque collections, sweet infections, tasty confections, exquisite selections, handsome projections, you are perfections, but you are not mine. A million directions. Cool. That was beautiful. Do you do you do many uh, reading? Or where do you live, by the way? Where you where you? Where you um, I'm based in the Bay Area. Bay Area, San Francisco. Uh, in uh, California, the Bay Area in California. Yeah, I mean that's the San Francisco area, right? The San Francisco area, yes. 
Cool. And do you? I know there's a, a vibrant reading community up there. Do you do you go to many poetry readings or participate? Oh yes. Um. Yeah. I go. I go. I'm. I go. I try to go. Um. Every, every week to a poetry reading. Um. When I'm not traveling, because I do a lot of traveling, um. I go to San Francisco and I um and I go to poetry readings. I I I try to do it often. And now I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to go every every chance I get. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, do, do a lot of that because I just think it's really fun, and um, I just think people, you know, they really just, you know, have fun. I mean, have fun with the poetry, like express yourself. It's it's really wonderful. It makes sense to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I mean, because everyone, you know, um, everyone has a creative side that you know you just want to like let out and just like rawr, you know let that monster out and so um and so through poetry i think that's how i let my creative side out i'd say because i've tried all sorts of art forms but poetry is, is my favorite one out of all of them so um so it's just um it's the one that i'm i'm most passionate about and so that's why um i like to go to reading in San Francisco um, at the Beat at the Beat Generation this bookstore is called the Beat Generation and I have a book in City Lights bookstore in San Francisco so if anyone is in San Francisco they can go to City Lights books and pick up Blood Splatter on the paper it's a very um, it's a very beautiful um, bookstore definitely it's a famous bookstore mecca for people interested in the beats and and yeah. in general. Mhm. Yeah, I know what you mean about you know wanting to let things out. I'm always trying to let things out, and then uh, my wife is always telling me to put them away. <laughs> but I think that's just for you know uh, avoiding yeah. obscenities out in public. But <laughs> yeah. Have you tried Have you tried letting it out on paper? <laughs> well, uh, as a matter of fact, I. I have written a, a number of poems and, and books, and anyone who's been to the Poetry Superhighway is probably aware of that. Um, so we um, we can keep going, or um, Cynthia, if we're, if we're done, let me know, and we can close up the show. How do you feel, Violet? I could I could keep I, I mean I could keep going, or we could yeah I mean either way. Um, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, um, I'm I'm good for now. All right. Well, you guys, I want to thank you so much for your time today and uh, helping create um, another broadcast of Poetry Superhighway Live. I, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show that we have done pretty much exclusively just open readings. And in fact, uh, our next monthly open reading is this Sunday at 2 o'clock, and anyone is welcome to call in. Um, I, I should point out, if you're listening to this show in the archive, uh, that it's quite possible it's 10 years in the future, and uh, it wouldn't be this coming Sunday, but it's this Sunday, December, uh, what is it, 16th, um, at uh, 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Uh, anyone is welcome to call in and read a poem between 2 and 3 o'clock Pacific time, and we do it every month. And as I also mentioned, mentioned at the beginning, we um, would love to hear your ideas for other kinds of, of poetry superhighway live shows. We are open to other authors uh, being interviewed. We're open to, uh, say you're involved with a, 
a, a, a lit zine, a, a poetry publication, um, a website that puts out a monthly issue or anything of that nature, and you want to celebrate it with uh, a live event on Poetry Superhighway Live, just be in touch with me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com, and we'll be uh, happy to try to put it together. Cynthia, thank you so much for conducting the interview. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. And uh, Violet, congratulations on your book, and I hope that uh, I hope that it does really well for you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, I, I certainly hope that uh, the future things that you get in the mail don't cause any more injuries. <laughs> and uh, just a, a reminder, you can go to a Violet's MySpace page at uh, myspace.com slash Violet Monday. And what's the uh, lulu.com address again? Um. Could you repeat that, Christian? What, the the address at lulu.com where people can look. Oh yeah, it's lulu.com slash Violet Monday. Cool. So um, easy to remember, and uh, I checked out your MySpace, and there's a cool picture of you with blue hair there. So it's worth the trip alone just to check that out. <laughs> and um, and uh, thanks again for uh, being on the uh, show today. Okay. Thank you very much for having me. All right, so thanks to everyone for tuning in uh, and listening. Uh, you can, of course, listen to the show at any time in the archives, and you can listen to all of our previous shows. There's a number of open readings from the past several months. You can tune into the uh, contest announcement where we announce the winners of the Poetry Superhighway contest. Listen to those anytime you want, and we'd love to for you to call in and uh, read your poetry during our next open reading. Uh, just uh, check out our uh, webpage, poetrysuperhighway.com, and uh, then click on uh, the Poetry Superhighway link, and there's a link to Poetry PSH Live right there, and you can uh, see all of our uh, past shows and listen to them at any time. Hope everyone has a great afternoon and or evening, or again, I always forget to not say time-sensitive information because uh, you could be listening to the show at any time in the future. Maybe it's 3 in the morning where you live. I don't know. Uh, but enjoy the rest of your whatever time that you're experiencing, and thanks for tuning in to Poetry Superhighway Live. <laughs>